0: Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson.
1: Hello everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So lots of great stuff to talk about as always. And going to start out with the stats because that's what we do and letting you know what's kind of going on in the market. When you're looking at single family homes, the median price is 412750 And that's down a little bit from last week, but still in that Range between 385 and four and a quarter that we're constantly going at, actually, kind of on the high side of that. So, 412,750 is where we're at. The number of houses that sold last week, single family homes, was 444, and that's um, up from 405 the week before. So, that's really good numbers in regards to what's going on. The inventory actually went down a little bit by 13 units, which is it, and it's at Thirty-eight hundred and fifty houses that are on the market. So when you're looking at that and you're thinking, okay, how does that translate into months of inventory? Basically, we're at two months of inventory overall. And um, when you're looking at all the different price points and everything, under two hundred and fifty thousand, there's two point two months. Between two fifty and three hundred, there's one point one nine. between 300 and 400, 1.80 between 400 and 500, between 500 and a million, there's 2.82, and then over a million, there are 3.36. So basically in that median price range, which the median is if you lined up every house that sold last week, the one that's right in the middle there is the one that's at 412.50. And so that's what we're always looking at when you're looking at how many houses sold in each price point then we're looking at um 29 under 250, 47 between 250 and 300, 129 between 300 and 400, 99 between 400 and 500, 108 between 500 and a million and then 32 over a million. So when you're looking at that, you know, whatever price point you're at, you've got to know that there is inventory and houses are selling in that price point. So it just comes down to really finding those houses that you're looking for correct. And um, when you're looking at the, the ask to price sale, overall, it was at 97 point. 0.29. When you're under um, 250, they were at 92.21. So as I'm always saying, you know, usually the ones that are under 250, the reason that they're going a little bit less than asking is because usually they need work. And so that's what the scoop is. Then most of the rest of them are 96, 97, 98, 97. And then over a million, it was at 95.34. So, you know, they're kind of you know, maybe a percent or two off. But other than that, they're sticking pretty much right to what um, the asking price is. So that's all good news and everything in regards to a very stable market, which is what we're experiencing right now. When you're looking at the condos, townhouses, and villas, there were 140 of them that sold last week. 134 was the week before. The price now um, this week is more in line from what I would have kind of expected it to be. And it's at $255,750. We were actually a little bit higher um, last week. I think it was about 275, which was kind of on the high end. I I mean, to me, it's like being at around 250 and a little bit higher makes it just a little bit easier for everybody to um, afford those properties and everything. And you can get a lot more bang for your buck when you're looking at a condo. You do sometimes have additional fees. But when you're looking at single family homes, sometimes they have additional fees and everything too. So you just have to kind of um, you know look at what's the right situation for you the inventory actually was up by 17 units there and so they're sitting at 1407 so when we're breaking down the price of how many of those 140 sold in what price point here 67 of them were under 250 22 of them were between 250 and 300 38 between 3 and 400 Um, nine between 400 and 500 four between 500 and a million and none of them sold over a million so again the condo villas and townhouses are going to be a little bit less than the single family homes the months of inventory there are 2.32 and as I talked about in the um, single family homes we're at right at two so not too much difference Um, under 250,000, there's 1.61 months between 250 and 3, it's 1.94. Then we're at 2.21 when we're 300 to 400. Be over 400 to 500 they're at five months there and then over 500 to a million it's at 10 months almost. So basically when you're getting into those higher end condos, um, you definitely have a little bit more negotiating room. There are actually 12 in inventory that are over a million and like I said none of them sold last week. and so you know that's another place where there's probably a little bit of room that's available for you. okay? So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, you can call 407. 407- 566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, um, you know, they're looking, the, the thing I didn't go over yet in the condos, townhomes, and villas is what they're going, asking to what's actually happening is that they were at 97.57 overall. The single-family homes were at 97.24, so they're all pretty similar. Um, The difference under 250, they went at 96.6, whereas the single-family homes were at 92.21. So a little bit closer because that's kind of what's going on, you know, everything right there. Um, Actually, between 400 and 500, they were at 98.8, and um, so and they were at 98% as well between 300 and 400. So they're priced pretty well, um, pretty close to market, you might have, again, a percent or two that you can deal with, but not a whole lot of room. So when you're looking at the prices out there, um, they're a lot closer than people would think in regards to, you know, the value and um, you know, what people are actually getting for them. So I think that when you're looking at a home, I'm always telling you that, you know, we're looking at the four counties really is what makes up these numbers. So it's Orange, Osceola, Seminole, and Lake. So those are the four counties and that's what happened there. And there are other counties in the Central Florida area, but they're just not included in the stats. So they're even more than what we're talking about here. But everything is really local. You know, it's like when we're looking at um, what's going on, that's just kind of the overall area. And then it comes down to your specific zip code. And then it comes down to your specific subdivision. And that and all of that. So real estate is extremely, extremely local. So you have to always be careful with what you're hearing on the news and that kind of thing. Because Basically, what happens on the news is what's happening nationally, and they're taking all of those stats and bringing it together. And it isn't necessarily reflecting what's going on in our market. I know I was watching something with one of my mastermind people that I'm working with, um, you know, consistently and they're in Rhode Island and the thing that's going on in their market is that the prices are actually, you know, going down a little bit. Ours are not going down. They're staying very consistent and they're staying, you know, where they were a year ago and actually were up from a year ago, three or 4% or so. So we're actually in a really good place here in Central Florida. There's always people that are there's more people coming here that are moving out. And so um, we actually have a really good market here. So I think that when you're looking at it, it, it's taken a little bit of time for people to get used to this higher interest rate that we have today but it's not stopping people. And as we've said many times on the show, that what people usually do is that they find that house, they get into it where they can. And then as the interest rates go down, when they do, then you have that opportunity to refinance and all of that kind of stuff. So you can definitely do that. And that's what a lot of people have done over the last five years, right? When the, the interest rates went to historical lows, people refinance so that they could, you know, get that current house where they want it. So in order to get into with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at com, and we'll see you after the break.
0: You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome
1: back, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407- That's 407-566-2555. So, you know, I found this study and it was talking about that there's still a high number of buyers that are moving from state to state. And um, basically, you know, what it was talking about that the number of home searchers looking to relocate to a new metro area, it fell 3.6% in that that they're doing. But um, basically, there was a 14% drop in people searching overall. So really, When you're looking at the amount of people that are looking, there's more people looking the way that they did this stat. It kind of is a roundabout way of doing it. Um, But basically, you know, so the number of people looking to move to another state is down 3%, but the number of people overall looking is 14.4. So hopefully that's a clearer way of saying it. But basically, um, when it comes down to it, most people are moving to get a better job or to be close to family. And so when people are moving for that reason, it says that the interest rates really don't matter at all is what it comes down to. And the top 10 go-to metro areas, um, several of them are in Florida, and you guys will all be happy to know that number six is Orlando. I know some people don't like the people that are moving here, but it really does keep your house values high and it keeps the economy going. And, um, you know, the infrastructure is in process of catching up with everything. And so in all of that, it's all good. But, um, the number one place where people want to go is Miami. Number two is Phoenix. Number three is Las Vegas. Number four is Sacramento, California. Five is Tampa. Six is Orlando seven is Cape Coral, eight is Dallas, nine is Sarasota, and 10 is Houston. So Florida has five of the 10. So that's all good. And um, the the interesting thing too is it says the typical home in the popular go-to destination is less expensive than the typical home they're leaving behind. For example, the typical home in Miami sold for 485000 in February and it was 640,000 in New York. And I find that a lot too that people are coming here they're actually excited about what the pricing is because it's definitely cheaper than what they had where they came from. And like we talked about, you know, earlier in that first segment that our median price is 412 whereas Miami is 485. So we even have better pricing for those people than others. So I just thought that Um, that was all interesting and everything as well and when you're looking at the move out areas so we talked about the top 10 move in now we'll talk about the top 10 move out and the number one is san francisco number two is new york number three la four washington dc five chicago six boston seven seattle eight denver nine hartford And 10 is Portland. So a lot of those cities have been on the news in regards to crime and all of that kind of stuff and those big cities and that kind of thing. So um, we're the place where people want to move to. So what could be better than that, right? We've got all of the things that people are looking for, and that's awesome. Another study that I found that kind of is on that same um, vein, it's not about coming from a different state, but it's actually talking about age groups and how they move and everything. And I found this one interesting too, that in 2022, the baby boomers made up 30% of the buyers out there, 39%, excuse me, and 29% in 2021. So the baby boomers have been behind the millennials, but last year, they actually surpassed them. The millennials were only 28%, whereas in 2021, they were 43%. So they've kind of swapped spaces in regards to what's going on. And they said here, which I thought this was kind of funny, it said, the number one reason why the baby boomers made more moves than the millennials is because they had more money. So I thought that was just kind of cute, but um, basically they they kind of look at people that as younger millennials between 24 and 32 years old, and older millennials that are 33 to 42, that they've been the top group of home buyers since 2014, um, and their combined share fell from 43 percent in 2021 to 28 percent last year. So that is quite the. Sh- quite the change. So there's quite a few more statistics that I thought interesting that we'll get to in a second. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8am. Remember, if you want to reach us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So these are some other interesting statistics that they came from the study that they looked at everybody that bought houses last year. And they found of all buyers, 26% were first-time buyers. So that's a huge number right there. Um, I thought that that was pretty good. And Generation Z, which is ages 18 to 23, made up only 4% of all of the properties sold. So that's pretty remarkable for those people, but there's not a lot of them that are doing that. So those of you that have, that's congratulations to you. And then Generation X, they made up 24% of total buyers. And it doesn't say what age they are for sure, but um, you know they made up 24%. 25- Among all the generations, though, sellers typically are staying in their homes for 10 years before selling. And, um, but on average, younger millennials are only staying in their ho- houses four years, and older boomers, they said that they were staying in their houses 16 years. So basically looks like the older you are, the longer you stay in your house, you probably get tired of moving. And um, the most common reason to sell was to be closer to friends and family. That's across the board that everybody felt that way. And um, other reasons that they're selling are due to retirement and younger generation cited the desire for a larger home and uh, relocation as the top reason, job relocation as the top reason to sell and then um, most th- this this was really interesting as well it said on average people moved further distances so again this is taking the average of everybody and looking at how far they moved and with a lot of people migrating to different areas this stat makes sense but it says overall buyers moved a median of 50 miles when relocating relocating um last year and the highest ever recorded previous to this was 15 miles so it went to 50 miles from 15 miles so that's huge and um, boomers moved the furthest they were um, their median was 90 miles followed by older boomers that was 60 miles and the silent generation was 50 miles So overall, buyers expected to live in their homes for 15 years up from 12 years in 2021. So that was another thing. And then the thing that it talks about here that I thought was really good is this was a good line that they said. They said, owning in a home is more than just a financial investment. It's a symbol of stability, independence and community that helps people build their lives and achieve their dreams and that was said by the NAR president um, Kenny Parcell but basically what it comes down to is um, you know when you're looking at it and you know I know a lot of people sometimes say do I buy a house or do I rent or what do I do and Basically, when it comes down to it, it's a personal decision, obviously, but if it makes sense financially, you do have that stability, you don't have to move all the time. I mean, that's one of the, the big things with renters, you know, if, if the people do sell that house or you your rent is subject to constantly increases and everything, the chance that you have to move or move faster than you want to is always there. So I'm a big proponent, obviously, of home ownership. I've done it myself. Um, for quite a number of years and uh, wouldn't do it anyth- any way different. but in order to get in touch with us you can call 4075662555. You can find us online at central Florida com, and I will see you after the break.
0: You're listening to Central Florida real estate radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura.
1: Welcome back everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty and to discuss the sale of your home you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So a couple of things that I thought I would go over um, today. One of them is um, a few home uh, fixes that you can do very easily I know that we're heading into Easter week and everything and so as a result of that you're probably going to have a lot of people over and so there's some things that you can do to stop your home strain and this isn't just from um, you know having people over <laughs> but just in general but I thought it was some good tips and everything that would would help you with that so one of the things in the kitchen it says clean your dishwasher filter to increase the longevity of your appliance so I know that's something that we probably don't do every day but that's something that should probably put on the list to do and then it also says make sure your smoke detector works and the batteries are fresh during um, the time when you're probably cooking more often at home you know a lot of times you have a lot of people over for the holiday and so you might do that When it comes to the bathroom, it says to check under the sink manually for leaks or add a smart sensor to monitor in real-time alerts. Sent to your smartphone if there is a leak. And I think that, you know, under sink, sink leaks are something that is something that kind of gets away from people because they don't realize it until it's been happening for a while, whether it's under the kitchen sink or whether it's under the bathroom sink. Because, you know, when those doors are closed, you don't really notice if there's a little drip or something down there and there's, you know, the, the, The pipes kind of twist around and everything. So if you drop something down there, you can find it pretty easily and everything. So... They've got a few more couplings or whatever you call it that that actually have spots where it could leak. So that's, if you do find problems at home, you know, it's like there's a lot of times when people are looking at it, they're opening up those cabinets to see if there's stains or something underneath the sink. And that usually means that at some point, anyway, there was a leak if there isn't one now. So people generally want to look at that. So that's something that you could do. Then it talks in your bedroom and home office to consider replacing your light bulbs with LEDs that use one-fifth of the amount of energy as you used before. And I think probably most people today are using LEDs because they have them in different colors. I mean, when they first came out with them, they were all that bright light, like fluorescent lights. But now they've got them so that they're warm and everything like the other light bulbs that you might have in your house. So they're pretty... um, go along with all of those things so you might want to consider that as well and then in the laundry room it says review each hose in your washer and dryer for its condition by looking at the rubber exterior for cracking and brittle bits and I think that that's something that over time you know they just get a little brittle and so you might want to look at it and it's an easy fix and might save you some money and that kind of thing as well and then when it comes to looking at the yard and the exterior you know checking out the sprinklers and that, um, that seems like they do break more than you think that they should, but I think that that just comes with the weed-eating and, and the weed-eating brushes or the um, lawn mowers and that kind of stuff, that every once in a while one of those um, heads gets broken, and so then that wastes a lot of water, and it also um, makes it so that your yard doesn't get um, the, the kind of sprinkling that you might expect it to, and everything. So, those are just some home strains quick fixes that it talked about here and um, the other thing that I want to go into a little bit is it's it's called a home shopping checklist so if you're out there looking at a home I think this is a great way that you can kind of um, decide between one house or another or figure out what you want to do and so I'll go into that in a second but if you're just joining us you're listening to news radio WFLA Orlando I'm your host Laura Peterson your home sold guaranteed realty This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, all you do is call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So this home shopping checklist, I think that it's like if you took all of the things here and you really sat down and went through it after you went through a house, you would actually, you know, maybe remember a house a little bit better or something like that. I mean, one of the things that we always do with the people that I go out with is that when we're in a house... We're comparing it to all the other houses that we'd previously seen that day. And so, um, you know, if you just start with the number system and go between 1 and 10 and you decide, okay, well, this house is maybe a 7 and then the next house is an 8, Well, you know, you mark that down on the paper so that, you know, that seven gets further and further away from something that you're going to consider. And so you're just left with the few that you might want to pick from instead of maybe the multitude as time goes on. But this is another system that's out there of doing it that you can rate the things in the house good, average, and poor. And when you do that, there's a lot of things that are on this checklist, probably in the neighborhood of about 40 things that you can look at. And all of these things aren't necessarily important to everybody, but some of them are important to you. And those are the ones that you should pay most attention to. The first one on here in the home, it says square footage. And this is something that I honestly am not sure that you should really look at the square footage before you go into a house. I, I know that there's a huge difference between a thousand square feet and 2000 square feet. I mean, obviously double. But you know what's really surprising sometimes when you go into a house that might be like 13 or 1400 square feet versus one that might be 21 or 22, you actually sometimes feel like the 13 or 1400 square foot house is actually bigger than the one that is bigger and so what you have to go in there and you have to evaluate like it says good average or poor from the way that it's actually laid out so it's it's not only square footage but it's also the layout and that kind of thing as well so the number of bedrooms does that work for you the number of bathrooms the practicality of the floor plan the interior wall condition closet and storage space High-speed internet and cable TV, which is pretty much everywhere these days. Um, fence, backyard. That's something that's really important to a lot of people, that they want to make sure that their backyard is fenced because they do have animals, and that just makes it more convenient, and um, you know, they feel like there's less liability and everything there with having everybody within their fences, so they want to do that. Patio or deck, pool, garage, energy efficiency, screen or storm windows, the roof age and condition, which is a very big thing here in Florida, gutters and downspouts, important to some people, not to other, and then other, you know, whatever else is important to you when it comes to that, which is in all categories, which there are four categories. The home was the first one. Then there's the neighborhood, schools, and convenience too. So um, next is the neighborhood. So number one is the appearance the traffic is that something that is important to you the noise level the safety and security pet restrictions parking zoning regulations neighborhood restrictions and covenants fire protection police and garbage service so those are all things that have to do with the neighborhood that it's talking about next on our list is the schools and um, basically it's asking the age and condition, the reputation, the quality of the teachers, the achievement test scores, the play areas, the curriculum, the class size, and busing distance. So that's all things that are important when it comes to the schools. Then the next one is the convenience too. So the convenience to the supermarket, to schools, to work, to shopping, to childcare, to hospitals to doctors or dentists, to recreation and parks, to restaurants, entertainment, churches, synagogues, airport, highways, public transportation, and other. So basically, you know, it's a mouthful of things that I just talked about here and All of those things really go into your decision of purchasing a home. That's kind of what determines sometimes all of these things that we just talked about in regards to the price. And it might be the area because they might have really good schools or, um, you know, something. So those, those houses might be a little bit more expensive than some other houses that don't have as good as schools so basically there's a lot of things to consider and if you'd like a copy of this i mean i'm more than happy to send it to you so you just have to let me know but in order to get in touch with us you can call 407 find us online at central florida real and we'll see you after the break
0: You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura.
1: Welcome back. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I have a report that I wanted to talk to you about today, and it's got a lot of information in it because it's 27 valuable tips you should know to get your home sold fast and for top dollar, and there actually are 27 tips on this report. So if you want to get it, all you have to do is call 833 535-8081 extension 1023 and we'll get it right off to you now if you you know call the office or email us or anything that you want to do we're more than happy to get it off to you but um, you don't have to talk to anybody if you call this 833 number 535-8081 extension 1023 so um, this this basically goes through a lot of things and um, you know the number one reason on here is understanding why you sell your home. You know, it's like we have these free reports, you know, I do the show and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, one of the most enjoyable things that I do is actually sitting down with buyers and sellers and going through, you know, what you want to do. And then when we actually achieve it, it just takes it to that next level. So we really do, you know, enjoy that, like that, all of that kind of good stuff. It just makes it, um, you know, so... Worthwhile in getting up every day and doing what we do. And so I really do enjoy that and I, I really understand that. And so, you know, when it comes down to, you know, working with you, one of the things that we do is we figure out, you know, why do you want to sell your home and what's most important to you in selling your home? And for everybody, it's different. You know, there's a gentleman that I'm working with right now and, um, you know, he really, wants to just sell his home fast. He doesn't want to put it on the market. He just wants it sold. So our guaranteed cash offers, um, you know, that, that we have, then that works perfect. And so there's 64 actual cash buyers that um, this home is being in process of being exposed to. We just have pictures. We know the details, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And then what we're going to do is um, it, it's right now in the process, like I said, of getting um, sh- seen by these 62 investors and several of them are going to make an offer on it. And so then the the seller can sit down and figure out what offer they want to take. And so that just kind of makes it, you know, kind of fun and interesting and all of that kind of good stuff. And um, so it's a it's a win-win situation, you know, for that particular buyer in regards to what they want to do because it works for them. But um, basically, you know, knowing all of that and digging a little deeper and finding out what that is and what needs to happen for that to work, then that just makes, you know, life a lot easier. I know there's some people that I'm working with that they're moving out of state and they don't know a hundred percent where they're going, and they don't know a hundred percent, you know, what what they're looking for in that area. And so until they get that figured out, they don't want to put their house on the market because they're not ready to sell. But, um, you know, knowing then that they do find a house and they they do check with me quite often to find out, you know, if the value has changed or if it's, you know, staying pretty much where it's at so that when they're going where they're going, that they can make the right decision in in doing that. And so we're constantly in contact, um, you know, to make sure that they've the right property where they're going to and that we make everything work the same here. And um, there's a property that we have right now that is in, it's uh, gonna actually um, be, the the sellers are moving in like two weeks from right now. And one of the things for them is that, um, you know, they, we wanted to make sure that everything lined up appropriately for when they're going to the new place, they're actually moving to Texas. And so as a result of that, they're moving closer to their um, son, which was, one of the things that we talked about earlier that people move because they want to move closer to friends and family and that kind of thing. So it's really important to make sure that you've got all of those things covered and all of that kind of stuff too. One of the, th- the, the next thing that it talks about on here, and I'm only on number three, so like I said, it's the 27 tips. I'm not going to get to all of them for sure, but um, the number three thing, it says um, do your homework in setting your price. And we actually talk about a pricing strategy that we go through to make sure that we're on target we do a lot of work to make sure that we're on target even before we hit the market. But then as we hit the market, we have certain targets that we want to hit to make sure that we've got the number of people seeing the house. We've got the number of offers that are coming in and all of that. And so we can actually gauge if we made the right decision in the pricing that we did. And we've got tried and true methods in order to make sure that that happens. So there's, all kinds of things like that that you want to do to make sure that you're setting your your price cr- properly. And um, I think I talked about it last week that it's like if you overprice your house at the beginning, you many times are going to get less money than you would have gotten had you priced it pro- appropriately, and so it's really important to make sure that you do the right thing when it comes to pricing your property. And um, you know, you might actually want to do some home shopping yourself, meaning that you're going to look at the properties that are comparing themselves to you to make sure that you know um, you know what your competition is out there. So if it was your job and everything, you would probably know what the competition was. And so when it comes to selling your house, that might be important to you as well. Um, there was a gentleman that I was working with about a month ago, and we were talking about and looking at, um, you know, it was a condo that he had. And so we were looking at what we could compare it to. And I told him about this one particular property that was exactly his same floor plan and everything like that and so we actually did go and look at it so we could compare his to um, the other ones and so basically you know doing that kind of thing really makes sense in a lot of circumstances and seeing what the the most important thing is you know for yourself so now we're um, always we're all the way to number five was um, getting an appraisal can be a benefit Again, it comes down to making sure that you're pricing your property property appropriately. So that's something that you can look at. And that might also be something to do. Um, Tax assessments, um, what they really know and what they really mean. I was talking to a lady this week. And she was telling me, you know, she's moving from Nashville here. And um, they're actually coming in town this week in order to look at property. And um, basically, when we were when, when we were talking about it, she was looking very closely at the tax taxes of all these properties. And I, I told her, you know, you really can't do that because when you purchase the property, it's going to reset itself. So you have to look at the millage rate, you have to look at the CDDs, which are the community district developments that that exist in some properties. But the uh, most um, of the counties now have uh, it's kind of a tax calculator, which is kind of nice. And what you can actually do is that you can go in there and you can put in I'm going to buy this address at this price and it'll spit out an approximate value that's pretty close in regards to what your taxes are going to be. And so it's not a guessing game and everything. But unfortunately, um, there are some people that have had their houses homesteaded for a number of years and the taxes are going to go up significantly um, if you buy that house. So going in there with blinders on thinking it's going to be the same is not exactly always a good idea. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, you can call 407-566-2555. That's four zero seven five six six two five five five. So I've gone quite a while on my report today, so I, I don't have much time to go over the house of the week, but we do have a house of the week. It's actually on five acres, it's um, about six thousand square feet, it's six bedrooms and seven bathrooms. So um, and it's and it's listed at one point two. So it's a great property. It's got all the bells and whistles and everything um, that you'd want. Um, horses and that kind of thing are allowed. It is in Kissimmee. So if it's something that you're interested in, um, you know, feel free to give us a call. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.